Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and of course, I'm joined as always with my co-host, Darian Smith and Jimmy Marion. And UAB was able to get it done in the semifinals, beating Utah Valley in overtime, 88-86. to 86. We are currently recording this, what is it, 11.06 Central Time. So we're going to make this a, a super brief episode. But all of us are excited. But Darian, you want to start us off talking about this ball game? Yeah, well, this, this was an exciting one, wasn't it? Like we knew that this one was going to be a barn burner. We knew that the the styles of play between the first game we saw with Wisconsin and North Texas would be the exact opposite of what we saw between our game with Utah Valley and everything delivered as advertised. It was up and down, high energy, two teams that that didn't want to go home, horrible ESPN2 announcers. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, but, and, and it was horrible calls by the refs. And I'm not a ref. I'm not a blame the ref guy, but come on. Hey, that, that KJ Buffin, hey, that KJ Buffin, that last foul, you know, Jimmy was in the, you know, text thread. That was awful. Like that, that was a garbage. terrible call atrocious and can't we i thought we could review like it was under two minutes what happened to them is, is that not reviewable yeah i don't think that's a reviewable but it should be i thought i thought any call under two minutes was but obviously i'm not as i'm not on 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 in on my rule book there but man it was it was a great gritty win um we had a lot going against us i mean they were Jesus, bro, like they were loving them so much uh, as much as they could. I'm like, man, listen, like <laughs> this is like an advertisement for Utah Valley. Like, oh, they're their president, their green men, everything Utah Valley, their enrollment. I'm like, OK, I get it. Bendigo, we we've talked about him. Right. But one, th- one thing they didn't talk about is how he disappeared down the down the stretch mm-hmm. because he got winded. I saw when we went uh, on timeout, it was or it was a TV timeout. And it was real quick, but you could see he bent over and he was sucking wind. He couldn't even jump no more. Y'all realize he didn't catch any oops. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but but that was that was one reason I wanted us to keep running, keep running, keep running because even though we were in foul trouble, it forced us to keep subbing in Trey Jemison and um JB and Davis, and we kept on having to sub. We kept our guys fresh. You know, they they had one guy that um, and he actually stepped up. It was their backup center. He had like seven points. This guy's not a scorer at all, but he, he you know he kept them afloat. I can't even think of his name. Talking about Fuller? But, no, not Fuller. He Fuller's a starter. It was the the other guy um, they had come off the bench. Oh, Potter, Potter, Potter. Yeah, Potter, Potter. You know he, you know he doesn't score. You know the dude probably has a 4.1 GPA and, you know, <laughs> like he's not that guy, but he was able to do, he, he was able to, you know, do some stuff and, and keep them in it and give them some good quality minutes in the first half. The second half, you know, Van Dago, they tried to have him take it home, take it home, but he just wasn't, he wasn't fit enough. I mean, well, I don't, I'm not going to say he wasn't fit enough. It was a, it was a long game. It was overtime and it was high paced the whole game. And I just, he disappeared, but no, they didn't talk about that. They they barely wanted to talk about Trey. I mean, um, 
they barely wanted to talk about Ty Brewer in the game he was having. He put up 30. I'm like, man, like this guy, he's having one of those games. We saw him have one earlier, and we needed every single point. Um, he had he he played good defense. Ty Brewer, it has really shined um this this postseason. I'm happy for him. And uh even when Jelly, it was a night where Jelly was kind of inefficient. Um, I think he probably finished with five for twenty-four, maybe, or something, something in that area. But as you see, we we are a team. You remember early in the year when we were having those slides, we were not connected. But now it's funny because I remember us talking about leading up when we was going through that losing streak in the season, and we were saying like, "Hey, none of that matters now. Only thing that matters is us getting better game by game. We can't." We were playing for the tournament at that time. Well, the fruits of that labor is paying off now. And we see that this team is connected and we win in multiple ways. Shout out to Andy Kennedy for coaching this group up and their coaching staff. And shout out for the team for being malleable enough and being being coachable enough to learn to win in different ways. Hey, speaking of shout outs, shout outs to everyone that participated in the Twitter space at halftime that went well again, I think. So enjoyed catching up with uh, all the fans there at halftime and looking at those trends and seeing how we were doing and getting prepared for the second half. And, you know, what a great game. You know, another thing that really stands out to me is, you know, this was another nail biter. This was a close game. And early in the season, we suffered quite a few losses in close games, in late game situations. We were talking in the text thread. I said, here at the end of regulation, step one is to get a shot off. That's an area where we've had a few opportunities. I believe it was one that sticks out is on the road trip down to FIU and FAU. I believe it was against FIU. And that Thursday night, we didn't get a shot off. But, you know, they did get jelly got a look at the rim and kj had an opportunity to get that put back so it was so dang close there at the end and you know missing that and going into overtime you know just created another challenge that this team overcame there in overtime and so you know you guys have touched base on ty a little bit already but i mean just what an incredible showing i was sitting there thinking during the game that you know isn't the uh nba summer league in vegas i think Taj should just stay and just he should just try to get himself <laughs> on a on a team there because he really is cooking right now man 13 to 17 from the field doing it in every area you know we talked about uh some of the trends and and, and needing to get offensive boards he had four offensive rebounds and at least two of them he just shook that rim and had monster slams back 30 points i mean you can't say enough about his performance in this ball game. And, you know, again, uh, Jelly, Darian already went through the stat line from a field goal shooting perspective, but look at the other stats that he did from getting five boards. There was one board that came down, um, you know, over the the seven-footer Bandango for uh, UVU. And I was like, man, he, he's, he's really playing great again, just being assertive in other areas. He had six assists, five rebounds, two steals. So uh, really proud of, of Jelly for getting his teammates involved. And I talked about it in the Twitter space at halftime, his need to facilitate, you know, so I thought he did uh, fairly well there in the second half. And shout out to the whole team. Those shooting percentages against a good Utah Valley team is, is impressive. We end the game at almost 41% from the field and 44% from three. You guys, we've talked about it. I've talked about it again and again. This team, Utah Valley, is really good at holding their opponents 
not just the three-point makes, but also from a three-point percentage to a low percentage. For us to shoot 44% and hit seven threes was absolutely critical. And look at our bench points. I thought JV and Davis came in, and right when he came in, I was thinking this is one of his, you know, good nights. Like, he's about to get cooking, like, in the paint. He did have seven points, and he hit his first three free throws. I believe his only miss was on that, uh, on his fourth. So, you know, and these are points that we needed. Looking at the bench, we ended with uh, 25 points on the bench. So, you know, really impressive on a night where we needed every single point. Um, But, you know, again, just shout out to the team. The last thing I say, I know we're doing a quick pod, is just to look at those trends again that we talked about in the pod. We talked about the need to get offensive rebounds. I said we needed to be in double digits. We got 14 offensive rebounds. Check. We talked about three-pointers you know, made in the ball game. I said we needed to get over five. We had seven. I know we went to overtime, but I believe we had six at the end of regulation. We talked about turnovers, that we needed to turn it over 13 or less times. We had 11. And from an assist, uh, Darren, we talked about in the last podcast, I said a good indicator for us is to keep Utah Valley at 12 or less assists. They finished with 13 assists, and that is with overtime. So despite Utah Valley getting 86 points, to me, I think that we were forcing Utah Valley into making some tough shots, some contested shots one-on-one. Of course, they had some you know, um, success on their typical lobs and their pick and roll. But I thought that, you know, looking at those trends again, that the team did a great job. And I am very excited that we have another game, one more game in Vegas on Thursday night. And who who are we going against, guys? Who won the other game on the other side of the bracket? Hey, man, y'all, y'all know what time it is, man. Let's <laughs> let's go. Yeah, it was it's, it's been prophesized. It's been we've been saying that it's going to happen. And here we are. I've been wanting to see these guys like I ain't done with them. I, I am not I'm on the front line with this one. Let's go. Let's do it. North Texas. Y'all know what's up. Come on. Y'all, it's y'all time. It's time for us to blaze y'all up. Y'all know what happened to y'all last time. Y'all know what happened to y'all last time. Y'all about to get whooped again. Let's do it, man. No, no. That's just a little trash talk, man. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. It's going to be physical. I expect it to be chippy. I expect it to be emotional. I expect all of the passion. I don't know what kind of game, what kind of style it's going to take on, but I do know that everybody's going to be there. Um, I I know every UAB fan is going to be tuned in to the TV. I'm pretty sure some people are going to take the trip out to Vegas. So I'm I'm, I'm so, so pumped up about this one. And I I want to give Coach Kennedy uh, another shout out because I believe his adjustment won the game. They were really spamming that pick and roll. And um they, they were they were either getting downhill with Woodbury or you know looking for that lob or getting fouled. We did a good job of adjusting. We they didn't see it all game, and all of a sudden our bigs showed the ability to trap. We trapped on the final four pick and rolls, and that had them all out of sorts. All out of sorts. So shout out to the coaching staff. Way to give your team, and that is how you coach in game. You you make a switch. You give your team just an edge. And um, man, I hope we keep Coach Kennedy around for a long time. Yeah, me too. And hey, this is a UAB's 29th win this season, so that does set a program record for most wins in a season, and get to go for number 30. 
Thursday night, 8.30, ESPN2 against North Texas for the fourth time this season. So, uh, but, but yeah, just what Darian said, I think this is going to be a very intriguing matchup. Now, one thing to note, I'm, I'm not sure if all UAB fans are aware, but Usman, the big for North Texas, he has missed this whole uh, NIT tournament due to, I think he had a, a personal reason, uh, like a family emergency. So he will not be in action Thursday night. Um, but, hey, I mean, they North Texas still has been playing really good basketball, and they found a way, even when I counted them out against Wisconsin. Like, when Wisconsin went up by, like, 12 or 14, like, and they were making, like, all their three-pointers and stuff. Okay, I was like, okay, no, there's no way North Texas can win this. But, but my goodness, <laughs> North Texas shuts them out the last 10 minutes of the game and introduces the whole Big Ten to North Texas basketball. And, whew, I, I've got a feeling that Thursday night is going to be another exciting game. I'm just curious to see how UAB kind of attacks this, um, you know, with Usman not being there. Like, North Texas has got – more guard heavy lately um i mean it's always been the tyler perry show but i mean their guards like you know like scott's getting involved um more so i'm very very interested to see what's going to happen thursday night and i do think that as much as the espn announcers today was bragging on judy mcleod like I, can we talk real quick just for a minute i know we're running late but for a minute like my goodness, did Judy McLeod hand them some money or something before that broadcast? Because they were just hounding on the great job she's doing in Conference USA. And I think late in the second half, they finally mentioned, oh, and by the way, all these teams that are, you know, winning the postseason, they're going to be in the American. But but that's okay. Judy McLeod's reloading with the uh, teams coming into Conference USA. Like, John, come, she, come on she, she promised them a ride shotgun in that little Jeep that <laughs> she likes Jeep. to ride in. That's what she did. She said, we will ride down the Vegas Strip in the if Jeep. You, if you want to come and take a ride with me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> Nelly. Let's be the money. <laughs> hey, so we go from Swifty to Nelly. So ho- hope the listeners appreciate the the transition the, from the, two the, versi- the versatility hey. is real. Yeah, hey, I want to I want to throw this at y'all. Did y'all know that there are six teams left in college basketball, and three of them are from Conference USA? Good job, Judy. Judy, (laughs) Judy, Judy. Great job. Great job. Uh, On a personal note, um, I wanted to say, I wanted to tell Blazer Nation, thank you. Uh, We had uh, uh, a tragedy happen with one of our friends earlier today, and you know, thank thank you to Blazer Nation. I just um just prayers. If you guys listen to this, can we uh we have one of our close friends is a such a good wife. Um, you know, she's gonna be with two kids by herself now. She lost her husband, and um he was it was just so so unexpected. So thank you guys so much for being like family to me. Um, prayers are needed for her, and uh just thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, definitely prayers up, Darren, thinking of you guys and, of course, their family, too. Um, Jimmy, anything else to add on this? Or we, we can wrap it at, what, 16 minutes? I think that's perfect. Hey, let's go to bed. <laughs> let's go to bed. Yeah, we got a championship to uh, prepare for Thursday. Let's get this dub Thursday, baby. Let's do it. Let's go. Darren, you want to close us out? Blazer Nation, just blaze. Yes.